Periscope, Facebook, DLive, and I will be getting to your calls, and YouTube. What's up, everybody? And hello to everybody listening on TalkStream Live, as well as the listen, listen feed through JLP Live app, which is embedded. The JLP Live player is embedded on thehakereport.com slash show. Thank you to Jesse Lee Peterson for your hosting services, allowing me to use the studio, the, the people. You can call in 888-775-3773. I'm going to be laughing out loud at this dumb big tech show full of liars. Jack Dorsey, liar, confirmed. Yep. <laughs> Is his middle name Obama? Oh my gosh. Let me be clear. We approach our work without political bias. Full stop. Okay, Obama. That was Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, which many of you probably have been kicked off of. Which I'm not supposed to end a sentence with a preposition. Ter- more terror attacks in France. I touched on it in Hake News. I have a little bit more details. And the Philly riots, still not over. Well, they had a curfew last night, so it was greatly diminished, but um, I hear that the the National Guard gets there on Friday. Seems like too little too late, but who knows? Maybe this will be more ongoing riots. Will that help Trump? I don't know. I have a couple of clips related to it. Uh, And some dumb liberal from Philly was arrested. Ridiculous. And there's some mess over the elections. The DA that I told you about, based in Philly, he's grandstanding, getting all, acting all tough in front of Trump. You know, I was thinking about how um, the three major, what they call Abrahamic religions, Christianity, Judaism, and um, Islam. I was thinking, Islam is too harsh. And then, they're harsh evil. And then, the, the Jew people... They're too nice, too soft. Or they're, like, evil by, like, shutting you down on social media and stuff. (laughs) And every other creepy weird thing. And then the Christians are just too nice. Or sometimes the Christians, the right Christians are just right. Right? So, Judaism too soft on evil. Islam too hard on evil. Christianity just right. But the Christians are acting more like uh, too soft. (laughs) So, we'll be touching on all that stuff. I have callers already on hold, wanting to talk about things. But let's get on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Hey, guys! Look at that guy. So, isn't it just a mess, a predictable mess? How everything goes wrong in exactly the pre- pretty much predictable ways. And, you know, these people rioting like crazy over nothing. No reason, no good reason at all. And Black Lives Matter pretending that they have something to cry about when they should be checking themselves. 
and Muslims terror attacking France like crazy. Is Macron gonna step up? Seems like he's trying to get better, but I don't know. I'm very far outside, don't see what's going on, but Emmanuel Macron is a ridiculous liberal in general. And by the way, he's the president of France, right? And then there's a prime minister who's raised the terror threat level to, like, code red or something like that. You know, the highest alert terror attacks. It's Muhammad's birthday, I, I, hear, I hear. So weird. But yesterday, I was telling you Congress isn't going to do anything. Or the Senate, right? The Senate... Commerce Committee, which includes apparently Ted Cruz and some others, interviewed these three heads of Twitter, Facebook, and Google, YouTube, which is owned by this alphabet company, run by this Indian man named Sundar Pichai, who said any political bias would be contrary to Google's or Alphabet's mission and interests. Yeah, right. What a liar. Didn't Google or YouTube say we can't have another 2016 or somebody there? They're all a bunch of liberals. And they're weak because some of them might want to be more reasonable. And by the way, they get ostracized. Any whistleblowers, any conservatives or centrist people, even center-left people, they're like, you know, we should be more for free speech and less pushing this leftist thing. They get ostracized in Facebook Right? Didn't it happen in Facebook? It definitely happened in Google with at least one guy, maybe two people. Conservative young men. Not even necessarily conservative, honestly. But he said any political bias would be contrary to their mission and interests. It's such a lie. Number one, that it does exist. It's obvious in Google. What a communist liar. This guy. Google is evil, <laughs> as the great Alex Jones once said, shouted at this Sundar Pichai guy over in Congress when he was, appeared in Congress pre, pre-pandemic, right? The company has said that it's stopping election ads on its platforms. Yeah, that'll help. Stupid. Including YouTube after the polls close. Maybe they need to stop censoring conservatives on YouTube. And stop kissing up to the LGBTQIA people who are still complaining that they're getting, you know, they're getting flagged for not being for children. Oh! And they're getting age restrictions. Rightly so, because these LGBTQIA people are just ridiculously sexual. To kids, too. To children. You saw that infamous footage of Good Morning Is it Good Morning America? GMA? Good Morning America. Which is hosted by that... Was his name Michael Stranahan or something like that? Strahan? Michael Strahan? The former football player. Black guy. And maybe some white woman or something. So-called. And they had 11-year-old Desmond is Amazing, who's a male dressing up like a girl, dressing up like a prostitute. Actually, a f- not just a girl dressing up like a prostitute, like a, a woman prostitute. Sick and doing a weird dance, all sexual. 
11 years old, and you tell me that LGBTQ people aren't pushing that stuff that you guys always talk about. <laughs> I hate that word. <laughs> it's crazy. Child abuse. Perverts. Yes. Degenerate. Like a skank. It is gross. And the mother and the father is there too. I don't know if those are blood parents. But the father is looking so weak, pathetic. And then you saw in the Jason Lee Peterson show that, I guess, a 14-year-old boy wearing all this eyeshadow stuff, dressing up like a total, like a, like a grown, another prostitute, basically. And the mother runs a blog, <laughs> and the father is like, oh, my son is genderqueer, get over it, or something dumb like that. My son is gender creative. It's gross. And Google promotes that stuff. They let that stuff on their platform. But yet the LGBT people still aren't satisfied. <laughs> Never satisfied. Man. And it's said that it's going to stop autocomplete search suggestions. These are just nominal, marginal issues about the election results to stop the spread of disinformation, misinformation. Facebook, as you know, it suspended Jason Lee Peterson's radio show page and his The Fallen State page and his pub, uh, public official page. And it's, it's been going after conservatives like crazy. Cracking down on free speech. After liberals scapegoated the Russian disinformation on Facebook, as if the Trump supporters can't think for themselves. Trump supporters think for themselves, that's why they tr support Trump. Or they're saner than liberals, and that's why they support Trump. I don't know if there's such a thing as thinking for yourself, I guess. In a sense, there is. The election interference by Russia didn't amount to much from what I understand. It was like... Oh, yeah, they spent a few thousand dollars or $40,000 on ads. Ooh. And they, like, ran some... They put out a few memes, maybe. But it was all just scapegoating. Lying. And there's beside-themselves Trump derangement syndrome, which just means you just hate Trump. And you don't have, love anybody. Um, people in the FBI. The FBI is a bunch of dumb liberals. You know that. Um... Facebook labels posts with misinformation. Facebook should be labeling itself with misinformation when they support Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. Pushes voting info at the top of its Facebook and Instagram pages, which is an effort, an obvious effort, to push more dummies voting, meaning Democrats. <laughs> you know what I mean? Stopped running new political ads on its platforms for now. And Twitter, you saw how they promote... Pornography and all that mess. Meanwhile, they ban so-called political ads and misleading posts. They f constantly flag Trump's posts, which are based in common sense and reality and the truth. But they say it may be misleading. They don't have a clue. They're just liberal activists. And they have liberal false version of values and false reality of, of what the truth really is. So they just support 
evil. Liars. And they very selectively enforce their warnings and labels and all that stuff. Selectively enforced. And they openly, brazenly, shamelessly support Black Lives Matter, which is based on nothing but lies and speculation. Oh, this may not be accurate. It's unverified story about Breonna Taylor being shot in her sleep. People are still saying she was shot in her sleep. That's an unverified story, right? And it's proven false because she was found dead in her hallway. What, did her boyfriend shoot her and then drag her out into the hallway and frame the cops? <laughs> it's dumb. But yet, oh, this Hunter Biden laptop story is unverified, so we need to restrict it. Meanwhile, the Breonna Taylor, they've been rioting in her name and smearing the cops in her name. Dorsey lied and denied that his company favors Democrats, <laughs> but acknowledged that they could have handled the Hunter Biden situation better. They're far-left liberals who hate the truth, support Black Lives Matter, Me Too movement, lies and speculation. That's all they do. And the Democrats were supporting it and fear-mongering about more against whites, as if they haven't cracked down enough on whites, who just plainly just tell the truth. And you think that's, that's not going to make whites mad by, by uh, cracking down on their free speech? Some of the whites are not um, past the anger thing. And you crack down on them like this, you're just asking for crazy terror attacks to happen. You're trying to make them mad and do that stuff. You're provoking it by doing that stuff, this crackdown on free speech. It's ridiculous. Um, what's his name? That guy who got that um, drug problem? Jordan Peterson made that point. When you crack down on free speech, what else do they have left? They don't, they're not represented in the government. Even this guy who defended Western civilization, he got basically kicked out of the government by his own stupid party, Republicans. Stephen, Steve King, who's not even remotely like a so-called white supremacist or white nationalist, but he got smeared as one by his own party. Ronna McDaniel, the, uh, Mitt Romney's niece, who is the head of the RNC, the Republican National Committee, more like Rhino National Committee, am I right? <laughs> it's ridiculous. So they don't have no representation. They can't speak on the mainstream, social, you know, the establishment social media platforms. What are they going to do? It's ridiculous. And Jack Dorsey pretends, oh, I'm against bullying. So Ted Cruz confronted him and said, why are you even trying to censor this stuff are you you're like not even an arbiter of truth but he's he and this other guy um from facebook who nobody cares about facebook anymore right <laughs> crusher says jordan peterson is lame well he is an addict and he was like oh he pretended like he would be conflicted if he were american thank god he's canadian whether he would vote for um, President Trump or whether he would vote for Hillary Clinton. What kind of a sucker are you? I heard he used to be a communist, but I don't know. But, um, yeah, Zuckerberg, I mean, he still runs, he owns, he owns, um, what is that? Instagram. 
which a lot of people use even if they don't use Facebook. And they're constantly just cracking down on the free speech of people. Saying, oh, this may, might be misleading. And they promote election information, which is, you know, basically the equivalent of Wikipedia. Which is liberal bias. Because they want to use this Section 230, the Communications Decency Act, 1996 law that protects internet companies from being held liable, liable for what their users post. So I go on Twitter and I say, um, Bill Clinton is such and such. <laughs> I don't really like that thing, but it's that InfoWars meme about Bill Clinton. <laughs> Twitter can't get sued for libel because I said it on Twitter, but Twitter's not responsible for censoring me. But start, since they started censoring people, and they haven't clear bias in favor of BLM, and other lies, Democrats, then, of course, they're going to end up becoming more of a publisher, as Fatty Wack calls him, a publisher rather than a platform. They're not a free speech platform. They're a biased, liberal media publisher. Lying to people. Unless, but the dumb, de- the dumb Republicans are like, well, how come you don't treat Holocaust deniers the same way as you treat the... The laptop story, Hunter Biden laptop story. Well, one is because one is more right right present issue. But you don't point out, I mean, you can point out how they're inconsistent, but you don't try to get them to crack down on more. You say, loosen the attack on free speech. End your attack on free speech. Right? It's ridiculous. But the... Rhinos aren't for what's right, we've found out. The Republican establishment. Which is like almost all of the Republicans. Including, it seems like, Ted Cruz. Although I heard that he kind of got Jack Dorsey a little bit, but... It's ridiculous. So I call him a conservative rhino. (laughs) Ted Cruz. Am I being... No, I don't think so. He is a rhino. All of these people are. And, uh, meanwhile, the Democrats are getting away. They should be deplatformed entirely because they're, like, undermining America. Same thing with all these Facebook, Google, Twitter. But I think that these companies are more powerful than the government in certain ways. Let me quickly read a few. Yeah, I heard that there was some info that Tucker had, and it uh, disappeared from an envelope. I saw some headline this morning. Tucker Carlson. Noah's Art Kansas with the diamond. Thank you. Appreciate that. Jesse Lee Peterson hosting the show on JLP. Oh, okay. Thank you, Nick. Um, Cy Lossifer with the diamond. Thank you. Thank you for the gifted subscriptions, guys. That's cool. Cy Lossifer. Congratulations to Not a Golfer Problem. <laughs> Interesting. Misty Loca. Mr. Nargus. Info Bomber. 1974, nice name. Thank you to Dark Side of the Bear of White. Based America First, getting the subscriptions. Hey, catch the thought, nice to see you, man. And Patrice O'Neill Groiper gave a diamond and said, Hake, very nice, Patrice O'Neill Groiper, nice to see you, man. Um, I'm so used to using the term ally, 
but I don't like that word ally anymore because it just means homosexual friendly. And, you know, what good did they do? <laughs> what, are they, what good have they brought since World War II? Not much, really, seems like. Thank you to Dan East subscribing, too. That's, uh, I appreciate that. Let me get to some calls. <laughs> I had a really interesting call from somebody, but I forgot who it was, and I think they, dis- they dropped. Man, what was that? Somebody said, somebody said something? And that was so... Nick, if you remember what that call was, write down what his topic was, at least. Because that, I liked that call. Or I liked the subject, anyways. Anyway, let me get to... I do like these other calls, too, of course. Kyle in Denver, Colorado says Trump is kind of a jerk. Thoughts? <laughs> Kyle. Doing, hey, Kyle, I'm doing yeah. fine. How are you? Good. Yeah, I was just uh, wondering to broach on the subject of... Uh, no man is good. You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they, uh, I had uh, Trump... You know, I, I like what he's doing for the country, but sometimes he seems a little bit like a jerk. <laughs> like to who? Huh? To who? To whom is he a jerk, seemingly? Well, he's not just his... The way he... You mean, whenever you, whenever you listen to, like, his, uh, his uh, rallies... It just—it just—it's like he's going on and on about how great he, you know, kind of a self-aggrandizing kind of guy. But he's what the—is what the country needs. I like—I like Pence probably better than I like, personality-wise, better than I like Trump. But Trump is what we need for the country. He is what we need for the country. Um, Pence is nice. I think he's a little too nice, even though I liked how he has handled some of the media people. How old are you, and who did you vote for in 2016, if you don't mind my asking? Well, I've always voted conservative, so yeah, I voted for uh, Trump, yeah. Nice. I, I, it's the ideology. I don't, you know, I don't have to like the, the person, you know, but... But I don't know how you can not like the person. He's like, his... He, I don't see him as self-aggrandizing at all. I see him as promoting his accomplishments which is something that you have to do to be able to sell yourself because nobody else is going to do it for yeah. you, especially if you're standing for what's right, which is what Trump has been doing, you know? True and, that. We're, I mean, we're and I find him, him from different worlds. <laughs> you are? I find Trump to be perfectly appropriate in, in every, any given situation. He's quite appropriate in how he handles stuff. In some cases, he's a little too nice or he might be too eager to let criminals out of jail sometimes but other than that like he is or you know he might kiss up to the gays or to women and stuff but other than that he's when he's bashing people he's bashing the right people in the right way and righteously and he's right in what he's saying what uh what world are you coming from that is so different from his yeah i think i think probably you know i mean he's a product of his of his environment too. I mean, you know, that's probably you know a dog eat dog, you know, in the property game. Maybe a so, little I mean, bit, I, but he's he's. I really think of him as an independent thinker, if there is such a thing, in terms of not yeah. co- not being a product of his environment. Because think of all the liberals who are billionaires, 
billion most billionaires I dare say at least the ones in the in the forefront are liberals and same thing with the millionaires yeah. too they're just dumb liberals and this guy is not a dumb he's not dumb in the sense yeah, that man, he's not the same unwise. Way, I guess you know what I mean as far as like Trump is uh you know whenever he uh I've heard that he you know shortchanged some of his contractors and stuff you know But do you believe that? Do you believe that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you do? Why would you yeah. believe that without knowing? Uh, cause I, I work independent myself and I kind of know, you know, that, you know, guys that, guys that, you know, that are like with his kind of personality, you know, they, they hold it. You know, I think, I think, you know, he probably is a perfectionist and, you know, like you said, he has to hold himself to a higher standard, but you don't you don't not pay somebody you just you just pay them and then don't not use them again you know I don't know man the, you you sound like you're you sound like you're making an assumption about him based on your own experience with other guys and you seem to think that he's yeah. self-aggrandizing which I don't th- see him that way so it's are you are you a christian I am I think what might be the problem is so many christians in america have been raised to be too nice, too fair, you know, fair, too meek, or it's a false version of meek, but meek is, comes off as the right word, and false humble, and false uh, modest, false modesty, and so I think that's infected a lot of us Christians, and we just don't know how to be tough in the right way, and how to be confident and bold in the right way, whereas Trump he doesn't have that problem. He's bold and he's right. And, you know, he if you don't do the job right, he's not going to pay you. And I, I don't know. He's I, I think that he's been quite fair. And I think that he's been um, not wanting to get cheated in any way. And he's harsh on he's a stickler for stuff like that. I don't see him as yes. being any kind of. I wouldn't fall for that stuff because that's a liberal media line about him being a cheating businessman who's shirked the little guy. He gets along with the little guys, but he wants it to be right. Yeah, and I he's notorious—he's notoriously stingy, which I totally appreciate. I love that because he's—he's he's cut yeah. down on our expenses as the of the federal government. He's cut down on some of the spending in certain areas. He's increased spending for the military and stuff, which I also appreciate because Barack Obama kind of left us um, at risk, I think. So, uh, maybe. Huh? So what? Go on. I was going to say, maybe uh, that's what, you know, whenever the in, in the Bible it says, render unto Caesar what's Caesar's, and then the, to God what's God's. So, uh, I don't know if that's exactly the scripture that applies to this, but. It seems like, you know, they, uh, God uses people in the way that he needs them to. So I guess, you know, to fight evil, you need somebody that's tough, and that's why they, he chose Trump to be his, his weapon. Have you, noticed, have you noticed that Christians today, Christian men, are not that tough? As tough as they should be? Or yeah, as tough as we should yeah, be? It's, it's kind of hard to discern between tough and... You know, having compassion, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, 
very thin line. <laughs> Do you think Trump lacks compassion, the right type of compassion? You know, I think I think sometimes. I think sometimes he's too compassionate. <laughs> Well, anyway, what do you think? What do you think? I think I think he does have compassion, in, but uh, I think I think maybe I don't know. I don't know. Hey, I think I, he's probably the right man for the job. You, but I think that he's more of a Christian, maybe than you realize. Well, I mean. Because I there's think, a I major problem. You just acknowledge that there's a major problem, and even you yourself have a confusion on where to be tough and where to be so-called compassionate. Be the right kind of compassionate, I mean. Because yeah. you recognize that there's a wrong way to be so-called compassionate. And you recognize that there's, I don't know, a fake way of being tough. I don't think Trump is fake in his toughness. He's pretty solid. No, he's, he's, he's consistent. I'll give him that. Yeah. He's always who he is, you know, so I mean... Uh, that's that's better than being a fake Biden or yeah. How how old are you, if you don't mind my asking? Are you a Gen Xer or a Millennial or what? No, I'm in between. I'm a Z, I think. Oh, really? You're young. You're in your early twenties yeah. or teens? No, I guess I'm not a Z. I'm an X. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> there. If you're in your thirties, you're a Y. You're a Millennial. If you're in no, your forties, you're in your fifties. Uh, early 50s, 50, 50. Oh, okay, so you're Gen X. Yeah, um, there is a major problem in this country of Christians being too soft, too nice, and having a false idea of what love really is. You listen to the Jesse Lee Peterson show? Oh, yeah, I, I've called in before. I'm nice. a long-time listener. Cool, man. Yeah. Um, do you do Jesse's silent prayer? Uh, I'll admit I, I, I've done it sometimes, but I don't, you know, not, not enough. You know how the Bible says to pray without ceasing? Yeah. I think that's probably why so many of us don't know when to be right, meaning tough, when, t- when toughness calls for it, or compassionate when compassion is right, and stuff like that. I think that's why we lack that wisdom. Yeah, that I think right. that he, I think that's what a, Trump. I think Trump kind of has that or displays it in in many instances. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I would rather, you know. I mean, uh, I think uh, Pence is a, like a really good Christian man, but I don't think, you know, he he doesn't discern things the same way. I don't think that Trump does, you know. And I'm kind of glad that we have Trump instead of Pence. <laughs> yeah. Even though even though I think Pence would still make a good president, but. he might. I mean, I think that this is a good test for him, and he's... I loved how he performed in that debate versus phony Kamala oh, and that great. woman. Yeah. And then I liked how yeah. he handled the 60 Minutes. I just heard a snippet of him handling this phony Leslie Stahl of 60 Minutes. You see that the enemy, I mean, among the enemies of the people includes the mainstream media, right? It's a leading question. Yeah, yeah, they... Definitely. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. And it, it, takes a, it takes some toughness to handle these people. Yeah, if nothing else, I can say that Trump opened a lot of eyes. 60 Minutes. To media in there. So that, you know, I mean, right off the bat, somebody says, well, what did he do? It's like, well, he saved the country from uh, propaganda and 
false yeah. PC culture. <laughs> right. I think that he's he's setting a good example, and w- more of us need to do the same. And True. I think that we need to return to these, you know how like the, the generation older than the boomers, some of them were kind of jerks? Yeah. I think we need to get back to that. Maybe not that exactly, but that is missing from Gen X, Gen Y, Gen Z. Well, Gen Z, some of them are kind of tough. But <laughs> we need a return like, to like men of authority exerting their authority men, without yeah, fear or shame. I think men then also, they led by their actions. Well, something was wrong with them too, because that's why I don't want to go back to them. Something might have been wrong with with some of many of them too, because look at how where we are now, you know, with the hippies and the yeah. gays and the <laughs> everybody else. So, but we do need to return to what's right. Yeah, maybe maybe guiding people through your actions instead of condemning them for what they're doing. Both. Wrong. I think we need both. One thing I love about President Trump, he states the obvious. Because the obvious sometimes really needs to be pointed out so that people re- recognize it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, I just wanted to uh, see what you thought about that. Yeah, I appreciate the call. Um, thank, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, thank you for calling. Take care, Kyle. We'll talk again. All righty. All right, bye. Let me quickly get to Zach in Oregon. He thinks, or he wants to, thoughts on the notion that laws mean nothing. Interesting. Zach in Oregon, what's up? Heyo, um, how are you doing? Fine, how are you? I'm doing well. Nice. I had to remember the answer right. It's like a trick question with <laughs> you, you guys. Do you do Jesse's silent prayer? Oh, yeah. Every single time I go into my Zen Den, like, that's what I call Zen my den. Uh, garage. <laughs> it's, uh-huh. it's essentially my place to watch Netflix in peace. But it's. You living I, with somebody? So fancy. You know, I'm just living. No, no. I'm uh, living in my, I guess, house with my brothers and my uncle. We have a house together. Oh, okay. Huh. And we have a garage attached, but I called it the Zen Den, and I thought that was a fun name for it. I don't know. It sounds kind of hippie-ish to me, but it it's cute. Sound hippie-ish? Yeah, it totally is. it to rhyme. All right. <laughs> Mostly to I mean, rhyme, you are from Oregon. Uh, I'll cut you some slack. <laughs> and you were raised by your grandmother. Was she into that stuff at all? Uh, actually, no, she was not. Oh, she good. That stuff. I mean, she was a cop, so. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to think of a, a fun, unique name, so. That was mostly it. My mom thought of a stupid name. It's I probably shouldn't say it on your uh, show <laughs> because it's G-rated, so. That's funny. Are your my, parents still alive? Be, yeah. Uh, my, my mom and stepdad, I was. Uh, like I told you, I was ta- I've been trying to call Jesse. Been yeah. Getting a busy call, busy noise every single time. But I've been trying to call him. Uh, like I forgave my mother, but I've never met my real father before. So. Do you know how to find him? Absolutely 
that. I was actually hoping to find with uh, Jesse. I don't, I don't know. Apparently, when my according to my mom, he was in the LA area. Wow. Um, you're aware? Are you aware that Jesse offers one-on-one counseling over the phone or over Skype or in person, whatever you prefer? Um, I've heard that, but I'm not actually sure how to do that. Well, you can call in to the Bond office. 800-411-BOND, 1-800-411-2663, or the local number is 323-782-1980. You have to do that. I used to be able to just, like, instantly, like, instantly get a hold of you guys. I've been able to get a hold of you, uh, you pretty easily, which is, I guess, my next luck. Well, you can call the Bond office, which is... It, the, the office opens... Pretty much when I'm coming on the Hague Report, 9 a.m. our time, right? Your East Coast, West Coast time. 9 yeah, a.m. till seven. 9 a.m. till 4 p.m. Monday through Friday, and just call in. You can schedule an appointment or find out, you know, about it. It's pretty affordable. Or you can just call early into the radio show if you don't mind talking on air um, and stuff. But it might be worth doing a counseling thing. I don't mind talking on air just because I try to get over uh, a, a, my, a stage fright I have. Try to call in. And you can get do over both that. if you like. Yeah, and I don't have a debit card. And I probably doesn't. Oh, okay. Know how to do that? So All right. Money thing. Man, you are an Oregon person. <laughs> so <laughs> hippie. I just don't trust banks. Yeah. Interesting. What about PayPal or anything? Do you have anything? No. Uh, my brother does, but a lot of times I just give him the money. And Do you he, work? He'll just use his card. Yeah, no, I work. I have a 40-hour job, graveyard. So then how do you get paid? Uh, they, they still do checks. And then, uh, but you don't have a bank, right? Oh, you have a they bank, but no it. debit card. Uh, I actually do have a bank, but no debit card. Oh. I don't want a debit card. You're such a boomer. <laughs> How old are you? Yeah, I'm 31. Okay. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm young. People have guessed that I'm 23 before. I, I tell them I have, uh, I have fairy in me. <laughs> it's just, uh, my Irish joke. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. No worries. I don't know. <laughs> Um, I guess my original question was essentially like I'm I'm watching the news. I'm checking out. I'm checking out you. I'm checking out Jesse. I'm checking out Ben Shapiro. I'm checking out tons of conservative as many as I can watch. I I cannot stand watching. Like I used to be able to be like, oh yeah, I could watch CNN. I can barely watch CNN. It's just actors. It's just yeah. like they're just. Putting on a play, it's just hard to watch. It's just like, give me alcohol, I might be able to watch him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh But it's just like, I see the corruption with Joe Biden, and it's just like, it's obvious, like, to the audience, it's obvious to, like, Bill Barr, the dictators, I guess the rhinos, because, you know, Ted Cruz, and... Yeah. Don't you guys consider Dan Crenshaw a rhino, or do you not? I do. I consider okay. Dan Crenshaw a mega, ultra, super rhino. I like, I like what he says sometimes, but there's sometimes sure. where I'm just like, 
come on, man, you can go way farther than that. <laughs> right. <But laughs> I, I guess that's the rhino in him where I'm just like, oh, you yep. know, but it's just like, uh, yeah, no, he's like, he's, he's too. John McCain Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. And he'll lean on that. He'll lean on that eye patch for the rest of his career, forty-year career. Nah, who knows what's going to happen, right? But yeah, I just I, do I not of, trust that guy what, at all. What I mean with like Ted Cruz, I kind of agreed with his. Uh, everyone should have term limits, including senators. Yeah. Yes, so they can't be in there forever, like Nancy Pelosi and whatnot. It's a good but, point. Uh, Essentially, like, yeah, like, I see all this corruption with the Democrats, with Nancy Pelosi, with with um, Joe Biden and stuff, and it's just like, we have laws that should be able to take them in, but they're just still sitting all proudly and happy where the heck they are. So it's just, ah. I'm just not understanding, just like, how is our laws, because that's why America was made, to Stop this type of corruption from happening. Interesting you know, question. Stuff. Yeah, um, that's not what I was thinking about when you said that laws mean nothing. I was thinking on a more like lower level, like the, for example, Black Lives Matter and Antifa blocking the streets, which is illegal. Um, well, which I mean, all of them should be arrested for robbing on Walmart for a guy threatening police officers yeah. with a knife. That's that's not exactly uh, allowed in the law either. Right. But, so if you look at that. But, I mean, it would be the same principle. I mean, the yeah. exact same principle. It's selective enforcement. I watched this guy um, who he made this 2016 Obama's America, right? This documentary about Barack Obama's life and why he hates America so much. And his mother hated yeah. America and white people. Um, Dinesh D'Souza, yeah. after he made this movie... One of our presidents, and then you do a fake salute at him. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But Obama basically... Obama had him thrown in jail, right? Or, you know, they just went after him. And they yeah. selectively enforced this dumb campaign finance law where he, he fraudulently donated 20000 extra dollars that he wasn't supposed to to a friend of his, his campaign under the names of, of other people, but it was his money, and it was illegal, and they don't enforce this law on anybody else, and he was forced into psychiatric treatment and all that stuff. Meanwhile, Joe Biden and all these other, Hillary Clinton and all these higher-level people, who Dinesh D'Souza is not in the government, he's just a target. He's like yeah. an establishment-friendly conservative guy, so-called, yeah. and they inf they selectively enforce against the little people, the Tea Party, the Gavin McInnes, the Proud Boys, the, um, look at what they did to the alt-right over in, um, Charlottesville. They're just messing those people's lives up as much as they possibly can and letting Antifa oh, yeah. slide, letting Black Lives Matter slide. It's very... That in that sense, the laws do mean nothing because they don't enforce them. They don't enforce them against the illegals. They yeah. they get real picky once somebody tries to enforce laws against illegals, such as in Arizona. So, the, um, yeah, the laws do mean nothing, and that goes all the way up to the top. So, I have no doubt. I don't know what specifically 
Clinton or Biden did, but they, I, you see them lying every day, just blatantly lying, supporting Black Lives Matter and the fake women feminist victim narrative and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think bad thoughts when it comes to that type of thing. <laughs> That's funny, man. I mean, it's just like the metaphor of cutting the snake's head off. I mean, it's just like, yeah, I know, like I said, that's I think, mistake, I think of that. But it's just like. I think of another metaphor that, isn't it something like the fish rots from the head? <laughs> something like that. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, you, it's not, it's not as though if you were to throw Biden or Clinton in jail, we would all of a sudden have justice, but that would be an example of justice. But we have a whole, we have, we have a whole corrupt country. We have a whole corrupt country that would riot if those people were put in jail. I would think. Yeah. You know, who knows? But they're just... It's almost kind of good that natural causes happen to, like, certain people. (laughs) Yeah. True. Interesting, Zach. Appreciate it, man. But I I recommend checking out the possibility of um, private counseling. Because you can talk half hour or full hour at length, whereas the with the phone, you never know. On the radio, you never know how long you get. Oh, yeah. Definitely not. I, I think because I've called, like, a million times on Jesse Lee Pearson, at least five times I've gone through. Okay. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just kind of a low-list low, low list caller. I, I've kind of noticed that, like, even if you say, like, I'm a second caller, it'll take a minute, you know, before you get in line. I think it really depends. I just noticed that with my pattern of calling in. But I'll get in. I don't know what you mean by that, but... It's my uh, patterns I've noticed in my head. I don't know if that's how you guys actually do things. It's just how I've noticed things. Yeah, I don't... Don't listen to your imagination. Because people people will... Yeah, you'll start to... You'll start to make assumptions or jump to conclusions that aren't true. But call and schedule a counseling appointment, man. I shall try. I'm not. I'm not saying you have to. I'm just recommending it. I recommend yeah, yeah, it. I Do what you want. Definitely. No, I'm probably still going to try and call in the radio. Okay. I've, I've always wanted to call on Fridays because it's say what you want Fridays. Yeah. I've not done <laughs> through, but I'm determined to get through. Call in at six a.m., man. Call in first thing at six a.m. or even a minute or two before. Call early I and call often. At six o six o four this morning. And, uh, 604 is too late. <laughs> yeah, I guess you do got to call at 6 or 558. Anyway, Zach, it's good to hear from you. Appreciate you, man. Good to hear from you too, man. All right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I uh, told your friend, Nick, and just one last thing. He's not that, my friend. Um, it's, um, <laughs> I, I wanted to, when I, when I was asking about your question, I said, I want to get Hake's take about my question. Nice. <laughs> I was just like, he should. <laughs> I'm like, hey, should use that in something. Zach with the rhymes. Appreciate the the tip, man. (laughs) Thank you for looking out. Take care, Zach. It's good to hear from you. Appreciate you. (laughs) Nice. Nice guy. Um, Thomas from Montreal, Canada has an interesting sort of a um, philosophical question for you. (laughs) <laughs> Unimaginative Groyper says, Dang, Hake, shots fired. Some of you guys caught that I said, Nick's not my friend. 
Because he's all, I told your friend Nick. <laughs> Don't worry, I heard you, says Nick. All right, all right. Whites and, whites and Colombians can't be friends. Because they killed our people with um, the drugs. Anyway, Thomas in Montreal, Canada. Thomas, thank you for calling. What's up? How are you? How are you, Hake? Fine, man. How are you? Good, good, good. Um, you believe in no, God, right? No man is good. <laughs> <laughs> you believe in God, right? Yeah. Yeah, me too. But, like, honestly, with everything that's going on, I'm a believer. But sometimes, you know, I listen to my imagination and, and I get these questions like, like, and I'll ask you the question to you as well. Is if God, I know it's mainstream and a lot of people ask this question, but I just want to know what you think. So the question is, if God is uh, in control of all things, and like he's in control of the scenario that's going on right now as we speak, with all this mess going on, why why would he even be considered good? Why is he not just amoral? Amoral? Yeah. I think because we don't know what moral, moral morals are. Oh, yeah? And I don't even know it, if he said that he's in control of those things, specifically. I don't, I don't think that he's trying to meddle in, in that stuff necessarily. I don't know, mate. I just don't understand all of that stuff. Yeah. It's one of those intellectual <laughs> stuff where we try to figure out God and reality. Yeah. When we don't even know, we can't even control ourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, one yeah. of those dumb intellectual people, like... Intellectual, you know the philosophers. They try to judge yeah. God, like Sam Harris and all those dummies. They're yeah. they're dumb liberals, and then they act like, oh, God can't be anything but evil if he exists. So they become atheists. <laughs> I'm not atheist. <laughs> no, I know, I'm, I, but I'm just talking I about turn, this is the type of stuff that they um, yeah, yeah, try yeah. to push. But sometimes, like I turn, like when it when when hard times hit, for example, I'm like. I become like amoral. I'm like relativist. It's weird, but I can't even control it myself. It's not like if it was my like ego saying, "Oh, God is is not good" or whatever. But I'm just like uh, like amoral. So I'm, I wonder like if he's in control or of my life and everyone's life because he created everything. Why would he be even considered good or bad? You know? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that we. I think he defines what's good. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because it's <laughs> like you're you're trying to question something that like made you. <laughs> yeah, no, and I like you. you can't even make yourself. Yeah. So it's like these we we arrogant people pretend to know what morality is. It's like these people yeah. acting like oh, um, racism is evil, but the same people support abortion, killing babies. You know, yeah. And so. It's so, like, divorced from your present-day, here-and-now reality that yeah. you're just, you're, people go out of their minds when they think yeah, about yeah, that yeah, stuff, yeah. I think. Yeah. Not that but it's do you, do you, not mildly interesting, but it's just... No, it's just, like, a random question I've been asking myself, because, man... How old like are you? The world is... I'm 20. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, honestly, because... You know, sometimes I'm really, I become really conservative and I'm, and my mind is clear. And sometimes I, I feel like these thoughts just manifest themselves in, in my head, but I don't know how to control them, you know? You can't. Yeah. 
It's fucked. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't <laughs> laugh. Shame on you. But, but that's... <laughs> he didn't mean it, kids. <laughs> oh, he meant it, but he didn't... It was he didn't mean any harm. <laughs> but do you do the silent jealousy silent prayer? Yeah. Do you? Does it work on you? No. I mean, it's something you're supposed to stick with, and yeah. I'm not consistent with it. And I think that shows I know, sometimes. Me yeah. I think that right. that's why we suffer because you know the Bible says pray without ceasing, and that makes sense. So. Yeah. Pray without what you said. Pray without ceasing. That means like endlessly pray. Always be praying. Oh, I get it. It's in the Bible. It's one of those things okay. that I grew up, one of the easiest Bible verses that I memorized. So that's why I cite it. Oh, okay. and it, 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 but it rings true. Yeah, 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 yeah. But do you remember me? I was the guy who called for the bet. You remember? I remember you, but I don't remember the bets. Oh, uh, the Trump bet. You remember? That was me. Oh, yeah, I was trying to, because, I, oh, I was raised Christian because I don't bet. I don't gamble. Yeah, 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 that's why I'm <laughs> talking about that. <laughs> what do you stand so you to lose if, if what, I mean, God forbid, what do you stand to lose? Uh, $3,000. Wow. And you're Canadian. only 20, man. What, yep. what are you but again? Are you, are you part Indian? Are you Indian? Part Egyptian. Egyptian. Man, but I work hard, money to so I burn. You work hard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I yeah. I respect a working man, but um, I don't advise betting anymore. Yeah, no, I get you. You may come out on but, top on this one, but don't get hooked. No, I, hope, I know it's, it was my instinct. I hope you win, but um, I don't advise it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do Egyptians have a have a gambling problem, or just no. you? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's me. I'm a crazy gambler. No, I'm just kidding. It, it, it was just my instinct. Just like when I, I, I did some stocks before Corona. Dang. The, How does a 20-year-old know stocks? Yeah, yeah. So I <laughs> bought like a Boeing at like $94. And then it, in like two days, because of Corona, it jumped at like 180 because of government bailouts. Wow. And did and you made, sell? I, no, I'm going to wait. Okay. I'm still going to wait, but All right. you know, the instincts are always right. That's just a life advice for anyone. Interesting. Yep. Life advice from a 20-year-old, but I respect it still. Uh, the All instincts, right. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know if the instincts are always right, but yeah, sometimes well, instincts. think about Trump. Trump does have good instincts. That's true. He always follows his instincts, and he doesn't get into his head. He just follows his... Uh, is uh, balls, so to speak, and uh, <laughs> there he goes again. that's how it works. That's yeah. how it works. He does. He's not like an intellectual, like Obama, right? Diplomatic of, uh, and dishonest guy. By the way, yeah, like exactly. Obama. Um, yeah, yeah, men of action is what we need. That's true. But uh, be careful, man. <laughs> All right. Appreciate you, man. Good to hear from you, Thomas. Bye. Take Bye. care. Bye, Hayes. I'm gonna get to Chris and Art and the rest of you guys. Um, I gotta present to you a little quick thing about this person who was arrested. You know how the Philly riots are going on. But there's some dumb liberal guy who got arrested in Philadelphia. A couple of pictures of him. It was some headlines from the Philadelphia Inquirer. Feds arrest prominent West Philly activist and, excuse me, two others in a case tied to torched police cars during protests. 
arson charges against prominent West Philadelphia born and raised uh, teacher. He's a teacher drawing swift rebuke from the protest, fake protest movement. Philadelphia Inquirer, and it was pu- just published in the past couple days. It was covered even in the far-left Enemy of America Daily Beast and in CBS 3 Philadelphia. Facing federal charges related to the George Floyd riots. This is not the recent riots that they're arresting this guy over. But look at him. He has all this black hair and black activists, and he's a teacher. I've noticed that, that the radicals are raising children. They are acting all nice, like nicey-nice, like as if they're decent people. They're not. And I'm talking about whites, Jewish liberals, this, this type of guy. I don't know if he's married, but he's a teacher, which is supposed to be respectable. And an activist, which we all know not to respect, but the mainstream dumb people respect him. 29-year-old Anthony Smith of West Philadelphia Arrested, faces multiple charges, arson and other federal charges. I thought that was only Antifa committing the arsons. I thought it was only whites posing as Black Lives Matter. Well, this guy, you know, innocent unless proven guilty, right? Who knows if this guy's guilty of it. But he admitted to participating in these riots or so-called protests in front of the Philadelphia building and he runs some group represents the community group Philly for real justice another lie reminds me of that sleazy so-called black guy Sean King who runs the real justice pack or started the real justice pack Fake protests over fake police brutality and fake systemic racism, which the fake mainstream media promotes falsely. He's organizer of the Philadelphia Coalition for Racial, Economic, and Legal Justice. I guess R, racial is the R, economic is the E, A is the and, and is the A, and legal is the real, the L. Maybe that's what he means by real. All caps, real justice, I guess. Supposed to be clever. Arrested Wednesday morning, along with two others. A a U.S. attorney said that they would announce indictments regarding police vehicle arsons for this past spring's protests. Kara McClellan, enemy of America, a woman, Kara McClellan, NAACP lawyer, representing Smith in a civil rights case questioned the timing of his arrests, noting it came the same week that police officers fatally shot Black West Philly resident Walter Wallace Jr. Justifiably. Justifiably. So in my mind, fine. Put the focus back on BLM, because they're the ones committing the crimes and defending criminals, pretending that criminals are valid people. And this Walter Wallace Jr. guy, he, him, his being killed by the cops justifiably sparked the two nights of protests and riots, looting. They call it civil unrest. They call it civil unrest. It's such a meaningless vanilla term for riots, looting, attack on whites, shootings of each other. 
stealing from each other, the, each other's stolen goods. <laughs> Trump has focused on Philadelphia a little bit. That's good. Come election day. But Smith's personal lawyer, Paul Hetznecker, who declined to comment on the allegations against this black thug supporter, says, I have grave concerns over the government's efforts to pursue activists, meaning agitators, in the context of protests with federal charges. That's a sleazy lawyer. Throw him in jail, too, I say. I'm going to talk about a little bit more with regard to these um, fake Philly stuff. I have a couple of clips of, you know, a little update on what's going on there. I heard that D.C. is getting torn apart a little bit. Um... And I will be getting to your calls, Chris and Art and the rest of you guys. But first, a quick break, a couple of minutes here. This is the top of the second hour coming into it. So I'll be right back. Hang tight, guys, for hour two. You know, the Bible says that you're supposed to obey the laws of the land and stuff like that. And watch out if you break the laws because the lawman doesn't bear the sword in vain. Mean, meaning the cop doesn't have a gun for no reason. 
But these nitpickers want to pretend like, oh, how come these people aren't trained in having tasers on them in Philadelphia? Taser, taser, taser. Like tasers even work on these people. These wild, out-of-control people who are threatening them with knives. I don't know. Nitpicking the cops, completely ignoring the blacks' behavior. These guys. This Walter Wallace. Walla Walla. Walter Wallace Jr. It's in the Bible. He doesn't carry the gun for no reason. If the law is not righteous, I will not follow. Well, you take your chances. Because sometimes, if you don't mind going to jail, I don't know, sometimes you just got to go along to avoid bringing unnecessary trouble. People take that joke too far. Their Their principles too far. Blake was based America first, based AF, says Blake was, as in Jacob Blake of Kenosha, Wisconsin, tased, he says, three times, and it didn't didn't work. He still had a knife, had to get shot in the back, leaving him paralyzed. His fault. I don't know if it's permanent. And you know, it's not just the black men. He was showing up because there was mess with black women. You heard them all screaming in the Jacob Blake footage. If you go back and listen to that footage or if you remember it. Jacob Blake incident. Those black women were screaming like crazy. That would just make you want to pull out your gun. With that type of chaos. Even if you grew up in that community and are used to it. You know, they're complaining. These white cops don't live in our community. They're not used to us, how we are. (laughs) Yeah, we're not. (laughs) But some of them are. And that's why they have the gun out, honestly. Jeez, it's ridiculous. Yeah, we should get away with threatening you with a knife and running around and disregarding our mama, 27 years old, with his mother trying to control him in the case of this Walter Wallace. Walla Walla. You know, is it it true, 11 kids from five mothers? I haven't looked into that further, but that's what I heard by a GoFundMe. (laughs) Walter Wallace. A husband. (sighs) Oh, so BLM was, according to Twitter... Well, this, um, this reporter, liberal reporter, Ian Miles Chung, still gray on Twitter, Black Lives Matter are messing up the police in D.C. and the police are not doing anything about it, he says. Bicycle cops. And they just took it according to him. No response or retaliation. Cops completely useless, he says, in D.C. And you heard about in um, Brooklyn, New York, I think, yes, yesterday I reported how the night before, 
they tried to run over bicycle cops in uh, Brooklyn. And they did the same thing in Philly. And they've done it elsewhere, too. St- robbing stuff, stealing, breaking into cash registers. And by the way, I heard that Twitch has banned all protest and riot streams in coverage. We've clarified our policies. Twitch is far left. They censored Jesse right away when we started streaming his radio show on there and the men's conference, the 10th annual men's conference. We've clarified our policy prohibiting terrorist and extremist content to reinforce that this type of content has no place on Twitch and ensure creators have the information they need to stream with confidence. You can find the updated language under violence and threats section of the community guidelines. In other words, journalism not allowed. Of course, there are activist journalists such as Unicorn Riot who support Antifa, and they are Antifa, enemies of America, who are uh, in cahoots with these people. Just sick, just disgusting stuff going on. Walgreens looted in D.C. But it's kind of like what, um, who was it, Zach said it from Oregon? The laws don't matter. The laws are not enforced. They're meaningless. Here's a quick update on the um, Philadelphia situation. As of last night, you know how the riots were out of control. As bad as what was going on in Minneapolis last night. I mean, two nights ago and the night before that. Well, last night, here's what a little bit of what it was like. Looting was still happening, I hear. Here's a clip from CBS Philadelphia. Clip 13, actually. Um, citywide curfew was in effect following two nights of so-called protests and looting. And more than that, attacks on whites, including Elijah Schaefer, in Philadelphia. Here's a minute and a half or so. Listen to this. We are about two hours, one minute past the curfew. So right now, if you are outside, you're not at work or you're not going to or from work, you are in violation of it. So far, there have been some reports of looting, but nothing as widespread as what has happened over the past two nights. As evening arrived and the sun set, business owners putting the final touches on their makeshift barriers. Just boarding, boarding up shops. We, we got hit last night. Hoping a third night of looting and violent demonstrations does not materialize. I mean, it really sucks because, you know, this is our only location. We're not, we're not a big corporation where we lose a store. It's fine. The next day, we, you know, we'll still make money. So for small, for small businesses, it really, it really sucks. City officials, though, hoping a newly enforced rule in the form of a 9 p.m. citywide curfew means less looting, more peace Wednesday night. A curfew allows us to control the, the environment, especially in areas where we've seen civil unrest. Police Commissioner Daniel Outlaw says the goal is not to penalize those who are peacefully protesting, but rather the curfew allows police to identify so-called agitators who are mixing in with the crowds. They know, the agitators They're- know, that we have to be very methodical about how we identify who the agitators are Jeez. and then make direct contact with them. And also at the same time, ensure that we're not indiscriminately impacting those who have nothing to do with those who are causing the agitation. Protest, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. That's, that's our God-given right, but I mean, this, 
just doesn't help, especially with everything going on in 2020. Yep. Crazy, huh? And the police commissioner over there in Philadelphia, and I think she came from, wasn't she fired from some place? Uh, like, in Oregon or somewhere? Danielle Outlaw, a black female, who's pretending that they're not all agitators. There's no such thing as peaceful protesters when there's riots going on. There's no such thing. Once riot happens, the, the truly peaceful people go home because they don't want to have any part of it. So if this, this people are still out there pretending to be peaceful and saying, hey, stop, guys. No. They're enabling. Arrest them all. <laughs> but they can't arrest them all because, I don't know, I guess the jail's not full enough. But get out. When uh, tea partiers, tea partiers and Proud Boys, they enforce upon each other, control yourselves. They don't even have to, honestly. But generally, they're like con- self-contained control themselves. People who go out to these things, conservatives, or if they see that stuff is a little out of control, most of them are smart enough to stay in. Some of them might try to live stream and ask questions and stuff and get in trouble. You saw Nick. (laughs) Nick was doing that over at the Santa Monica riots and looting and burning of stuff. He wasn't involved in it, but he was asking people stuff. He had to watch his back. (laughs) But people, uh, yeah, the cops don't have time to discern. This is stupid liberal, uh, pretend, pretend stuff. 93, this is how they get the numbers. 93% of the riots, or 97% of the riots were peaceful. I say riots, they mean, they call them protests. Were peaceful. No, they weren't. Riots all over the country. And when I told you about these weird names, like, like, some weird name up in, um, a suburb of Chicago, where I think somebody was killed or something more recently. But that place had been rioted and torn apart just months earlier. It's crazy. Here's a clip of a police officer, and the he's they're trying to stop this vehicle after it had looters had ransacked this furniture store. It's a silent video. You can just go ahead and play it. Clip 12 from ABC6. Raw video. It's just silent. Look at the cop is pulling up behind this looter's vehicle. It's a... What the heck? Uh, <laughs> oh, I see. We are about two hours, one, one minute one. past the curfew. <laughs> so right now, if you are this outside... Amateur hour. Amateur hour over here. Look at this. The cop is trying to block... Doesn't do a very good job of blocking the vehicle. That's a... Like a... You know, one of those big white sedan cars. And the driver just got back into the car. A cop is nonchalantly, quietly walking up to it. And the car is already trying to move. Police officer opens the passenger door. And then he gets caught by the passenger doors. It's backing up. It's forcing the guy to run along with it or get trampled by the car. And now he's shaken up. And the car just got away. And this is in Philadelphia on, I think, the 27th. Going in, maybe after midnight, it was the 28th, right? Wednesday the 28th after midnight, local time. In Philadelphia, after they looted a furniture store. Criminals just got away with a crime right there. And this cop is totally shaken up. Crazy. And he wasn't exactly dragged like you see other... But that's a scary situation. He was almost... He went out almost... If he would have fallen, he would have gotten under the wheel. The front wheel. Passenger side. Weird situation. Crazy.
last night, uh, even though they didn't have real major riots, there was a little bit of looting, according to reports, according to the mainstream media guy. One was shot to death and one fatally stabbed during overnight violence in Philly. And they found a van load of explosives and suspicious equipment in Logan Circle, which is, I guess, in Philadelphia, presumably, right? According to ABC6 and Fox 29 with the death and the fatal stabbing. Just a bunch of crazy. So much for the city of brotherly love, right? Mess. And then there's the social... I will get to your calls. Hang tight, guys. Lines are full. Um, mess over the elections with this Philly guy. I told you guys yesterday about this Soros. <laughs> and I said, oh no, Jonathan Greenblatt of the ADL is going to call me anti-Semitic because I brought up George Soros, who I guess is Jewish. I think he's more of an atheist, communist, but I guess there's a whole lot of those, right? Um, according to Drudge and Daily Mail, Philadelphia's social justice DA, who was, you know, endorsed and highly financed by George Soros and kissing up to the Black Lives Matter agitators who let some guy get away with murder or at least manslaughter um, of a white guy, some black college student that I told you about. This guy, his name is Larry Krasner. Larry Krasner is the DA of Philadelphia, right? He's in charge of prosecuting crimes or not. So he warns lawless This is rich. Lawless, power-hungry despot, which is dictator, right? Trump, if he sends goon squads, goon squads, excuse me, you mean like the Black Lives Matter agitators who tore apart your city and you're not going to prosecute any of them, most likely? And he brings up the Proud Boys. If you send goon squads or Proud Boys, Trump, to the city to watch the polls, right? Poll watchers, which is a, a legal, completely legal, peaceful thing to do. Election Integrity Project was a, um, or is, I think, a organization, a nonprofit that just tries to keep the elections they like to people to be poll watching, watch the polls, make sure no shenanigans are pulled, or just be, a, be standing there so hopefully they'll be a little less bold in pulling their shenanigans out in the open, right? <laughs> Cheating. At the polling places, perfectly fine thing to do, right? Trump wants people to watch the polls. It's perfectly fine. It's your constitutional right, right? Human right. God-given right, as that Asian laundromat owner said in the clip. <laughs> well, he said that protesting is a God-given right. No, not like that. And he says, I've got something for you. What? This dumb, fake social justice DA is threatening the president. And conjuring the Proud Boys as if they're some crazy boogeyman to watch out for. This comes after Trump had a legal bid to have staff monitor vote counting offices to make sure that it's no shenanigans. By shenanigans, I mean like cheating and stuff like that. Krasner also lashed out at Trump's comments after a night of violent looting in his city. This DA, Krasner, Larry Krasner. He accused the president of pouring gasoline on racial tensions. No, that was your mayor. You know that fake mayor, Kenny, Jim Kenny or something like that? He pretended that, well, systemic racism is real. And so did you, Krasner guy. So, talking tough with a decent man. 
and cowering before the blacks and the and the women and George Soros <laughs> and all that stuff. What a coward. All tough with Trump, who's like standing for what's right, trying to be like the one man standing for what's right, and joining in the popular, trendy, mindless, evil attack on Trump. Yeah, real tough, Larry Krasner. What a phony. Anyways, let me get to some calls. By the way, Americans plan, according to Drudge and Reuters, they say Americans plan, I put that in quotation marks. Uh, Jeanette called me on that. Um, widespread protests if Trump interferes with the election. More like anti-Americans or un-Americans. Trump is not interfering with the election. He's trying to keep it honest. He's for honesty. By the way, uh, Beverly Hills police, they're closing down Rodeo Drive. Isn't it called Rodeo Drive? If fancy rich... Shops area, I think. To the liberal rioters, they're closing it down. They're the offenders, not Trump. Such sleazy silliness. Anyway, I gotta get to Chris in L.A. Chris, how are you doing? What's up, Hank? How are you doing, man? Fine, how are you? Not too bad, uh... Wondering if you remember me. We are, I'm that Mexican vet guy. We got yeah, on. I remember you a long time. <laughs> yeah, how's it going? So, pretty well. Just, uh, I hear you talking about all the turmoil, and it's pretty sad. You know, it's everybody, everybody feels it in the air. You know, there's we're in that downward spiral as a nation, and it's pretty, pretty wild. And, uh, I do, you know, last time you asked me, you said, uh, you know, who am I going to vote for and who do I support? And I, you know, or you asked me if I support Trump, and I said, well, yeah, in, in, in certain circumstances, I do. Yeah. Most, I would say most. You're most gonna, circumstances, I do. You going to vote for him this time around? Yeah. You know, I think he's our... Well, here's the thing, man. Here's basically what I wanted to get to. Is, um, I really want to believe Trump is a real deal. And, uh, you know, I'm like 99% there, but there's still little things that kind of make me wonder, like... You know, who is he really? And, uh, but yeah, I mean, to answer your question, yeah, I, I do plan on voting for him, but. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, the only, ask, it's know, honestly the only sane thing to do with regard to voting. I mean, he's literally like, you know, that's all we talk about every day is like, if Trump doesn't win, like, this country's done. It's, right. It's, it's the death blow. Yeah. So. You can uh, have your disagreements with Trump. I, I do. And I knew going into it that I would have disagreements with him because I knew that he was, you know, he is a New York liberal who's started thinking for himself and sees the destruction of the country. He's a boomer. And that can, that in some ways, that's a positive thing because he remembers the country not being this evil and off the deep end. You can definitely have your disagreements with him. But you have, you, why do you need to be 100%? Like... It's you know you well, need to support him, but <laughs> nothing's ever hundred percent, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. You know, uh, all men are fallible, and uh, you know, there's just there's the only sure thing is God, right? Jesus. So. Yeah, and then people don't even know Jesus. <laughs> like yeah, so many of us who invoke him, like we don't even really live like that. 
that's true. Yeah. Yeah. We're a bunch of hypocrites. That's for sure. What was your qual? Your what? Point one percent qualm (laughs) on him? Well, so uh, I've always. Just growing up, you know, I always looked at Trump as like a character, like an actor, right? you know. And uh, he was, he's a celebrity. Yeah, and uh, I just, you know, that's really trivial stuff. But, you know, it's not far-fetched to think that, you know, he's just another puppet with, you know, some behind a greater cause, behind a greater purpose, you know. Huh. Like, like we've talked about in the past about deep state, and there's there's people behind the curtain, behind the scenes that are influencing things that we don't ever hear or see about. You know, they control the media, they control everything, pretty much. I'm sure, but so, it's it's not like a mysterious thing, and I don't think that it's good to speculate if you don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. is he? It's it's obvious that he has a lot of pressure on him from in many cases, evil sources. And he sometimes sure. goes with that and sometimes he doesn't. But, I mean, it's it's not really... I don't see how there's enough evidence to <laughs> even entertain that, really, other than just keeping an eye on him for the right thing. But the deep state... The deep state is, a, is basically... Part of it is, like, the FBI and all these unelected bureaucrats who are a bunch of dumb liberals, you know? Like, they're, like, our age, you know? And they're so self-important. They're in their the D.C. bubble of believing in these masks and believing in Russia, scaremongering and all that stuff. So that's part of the deep state. And then the other part of it is, you know, there's all kinds of undue influences from all sorts of places, including, like, the corporations right here in America like I'm more concerned about the the evil influence of America you know of the people in America and the corporations and the corruption in America than like Russia or China or um, other places like that you know the people are pretending you know so well, have you, have you, I just want to ask you real quick. Have you ever heard of the phrase divide and conquer? You ever heard of that? Yeah. Okay. But there so, is and, a, and, there is a right division that, that is important to, you know, well, you well know that we should divide ourselves from evil and unite around what's right. Well, you have to rightfully divide the truth from the lie. Like, isn't that what the Bible says? Rightfully yeah. Divide. Right. Yeah. But there is some, there is some, you're right, there is some unnecessary division, definitely, in the country. We should be united. it's also a like a political strategy of rulers and government and, like, oligarchs. I totally get you. you I think it's from, like, Roman times, like, it's a Roman motto or something like that. I don't know if that's true. You know how to, you know how to overcome the divide and conquer thing? How's that? or in, in your way, in my way, in the small ways, in the individual ways, is to treat each other with patience even though we disagree and not write each other off necessarily entirely, or just be patient. Like, you'll notice how, I'm sure you listen to Jesse Lee Peterson. He, yeah. he, you'll notice when people call him or they have him on their show, and in some cases these people are so arrogant and pushing out stuff that's just obvious lies. 
but he doesn't judge them. He treats them with love, whether or not they will, whether or not they will change their mind. Most of the time, maybe they won't, let's say. Other people will see that as a setting a good example for how to treat people with actual love. And he's not a roll over and get um, taken advantage of type of love. That's, you, you well know that that's not what he's about. So I think that's the way yeah, to I, avoid the divide and conquer. Because there are decent people who are sucked into the fake BLM narrative, for example. And right. they, they just need somebody to treat them with the truth, and yet w- also with the patience and humility. That's, you know, as far as day-to-day interactions, yeah. I agree with that 100%. Um, but, you know, there is a bigger theme to, to this whole, like, saga of what's happening in the world, right? And, uh, you know, we talk about the Bible and... Um, Sometimes when we go too deep into it, we get, you know, like Jesse likes to say, we're Bible thumpers or whatever, but I, I, that's kind of one of the things I don't agree with him about. Like, we shouldn't totally discard it, but we shouldn't too be so, like, absorbed into it, like, you know, we blind ourselves with it. There's always a balance and a fine line, right? But, you know, at, we still can discard some of the things, like you said, we, things we do know, like prophecy, um, things that are being fulfilled in what you know, the Bible says this are going to happen. And, uh, oh, but I don't see, Je- I don't see Jesse as discarding the Bible. There might, oh, no, there I, might I, be prophecies, there might be prophecies that you, sometimes when people quote the Bible to him or like that, it's like, oh, you know, he's a Bible dumper. It's like, well, like, I know he doesn't discard it outright, but yeah. sometimes it's like he doesn't want to get into the nitty gritty. Well, and, that's uh, because it's, that's because it's like an intellectual uh, they're getting into just arguing and being an intellectual and catch, catch you rather than having a normal person conversation based on logic. Right, right. Yeah, rather than answering the so, question, so, they'll ju- start to ju- quote scriptures rather than sticking with the actual subject. Right, right. I get you. But I, so, I think so that here's, with here's, regard to the prophecies, I don't think that he, I think that he just doesn't get those and a lot of people don't, a lot of people assume that they get the prophecies when maybe they're misunderstanding, they're making false assumptions about the prophecies in the Bible and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's definitely thin ice, and there's a lot of, like, false prophets. and It's something that we're just supposed to observe. We're not supposed to yeah. read into or predict. Right. right. We're not supposed to, But we're supposed to be observant and watching, you know, like... like yeah, like watchman on the watch tower, right? Just waiting for the return of Christ, or you know, and so, or you know, waiting for that time where, where we, we either we, he returns or we die, or we're going to face our our judgment. Anyway, the point I was calling for is because I know you want to go get on to other callers and stuff. Is that you know, Trump, in a way, is fulfilling prophecy in Israel with making Jerusalem. Uh, recognizing Jerusalem as the capital, and uh, they call him, like, Darius, like a lot of, like, Israelis or Jewish people call him, like, Darius the Great, like a, I guess, the biblical figure that allowed the Jews to build a temple in Israel, the second temple. Okay. And, so, and, that's, so, a, and that's a prophecy? Is that a Christian and, prophecy? Well, I, guess, I think that, uh, well, where, where the prophecy lies, or where I see it, is, you know, 
I think it's setting the stage for rebuilding of a third temple. And, and you know, which is is that a bad thing? And I don't. It's, it's not a. It's a bad. It's not a bad thing because it's almost. It's an affirmation that God's in control, right? Oh. That just like that it would happen, and we got to continue to trust in Him. But what it what's bad about it is it that's like the the prelude to uh, what God calls or what the Bible calls a tribulation, and like where mass suffering and death are going to occur, and I, and I, and that's and you know. I don't know what what Trump side like. Only God can judge Trump. Like I want to believe in my heart that Trump is like our last, like the last, the, the, like the last man standing that's going to go down fighting for us. But it's inevitable, right? But I, I don't know if he's on that side of good or bad. But I think what we need to like, or, I, what I don't really hear from your show is like some of those things, like some of those more deeper, like global connections that are yeah, that I are don't happening because I don't know that stuff. I'm not familiar with the third temple. I'd never heard that term before. I have heard stuff like, oh, the Antichrist is coming and one world government and stuff like that. But, um, I don't know. I think that it's, I don't know. I'm definitely not the person to ask to cover it because I don't know about it. I've read the whole Bible all the way through. In some cases, multiple times in certain areas that I thought, was, you know, applied to my life. The revelation stuff, I don't get. And some of the, some of the stuff that's in the Old Testament, in those prophets, I don't get what it means necessarily. Not that I want to discard it, but I just don't get it. Right. So, well, even some of the things like... But it's not, it, it sounds like you should just, like you, like you know, stick with what you know and don't worry about what you don't know. Because the future is going to happen, whatever the future, whatever the future holds, it's going to happen. Yeah. You, you, you well, uh, we, stay with. We definitely got to go down with a fight. I mean, like we prayer. still have to. What's that? Stay with prayer, rather than yeah. worry. Yeah, I think it, it just it worries me in the sense that like. Nobody sees it. Like, like very few people see what's going on, you know. And we don't. None of us all see completely, right? We don't. We don't yeah. I don't have. Like, I'm not omnipotent, right? Obviously. Are you but, coming to the um, to the uh, town hall election town hall? I don't know if I'll be able to make it. But, uh, oh well, I mean, it's you. You better. Uh, it's an RSVP thing. Some people are going to try to show up at the door, but we got to limit yeah. it, you know. So. Right. If you, if you can, if you want to take the chance, you're in LA. It's not like you're that far away. Um, right, right. We're in LA too. I don't know what part you are in, but anyway. Um, but do, but you just admitted that you worry, and we're not supposed to do that. That's in the Bible, quite clearly. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, you got me there. I I, I, uh, you know, I I know I shouldn't, but sometimes I. You know, I, tr- I trust in God, but sometimes I just worry for the people around me. Like, you, you know, like my family, um, my like look that. at look at um, Jesus and John the Baptist. Look at Jesse. Look at the people who are strong Christian men. They're not worried about who accepts the truth and who doesn't. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally. You know, it's a little different for 
for like you know, I'm, you know, I'm Mexican, man. So you're I'm, into the family I'm, thing, right? I'm, I'm, I'm labeled. I'm, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm an American, but you know, I'm still a Mexican descent or whatever. So I still right. got the, the whole, you know, my family's. Have you been to church with Jesse? No, I haven't. I mean, I, I I'm, I'm always online on YouTube. Oh, nice. You guys videos, like I every day, nonstop. <laughs> right on, man. So savage moments, everything. I'm always, you know, because everything else on. TV or whatever is garbage. You're working? Poison. Not not today. But you but work in work general. Work yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So cool, I, man. You know, I work at, I have a desk job, so I put my headphones on. Okay. Get to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just listen, you know, and, uh, but yeah, so I'll try to make it out there one day, but I, it was just something that was on my mind I wanted to bring up. Well, last, this is a rhetorical question. Time. Does the deep state want Trump in office or not? Well, you know, <laughs> I think I think they do. I think they do. Oh, really? <laughs> that's why he's there. I think that's why he's there. Oh, <laughs> you know, he might. He might. There's always. I think be, that like, the deep state I think, is. I think you give too much credit to the deep state because I think that there's a little bit of power that they don't have. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think there's bigger. There's you know the deep state's a broad label. Like, yeah, which you define, true. Which you define it as like I could I I see it as you know corporate interests or even like the corporates Vatican hate Trump. Like well, I mean <laughs> they're mixed feelings on it. Yeah. Anyway, Chris, we'll talk again. Take care, man. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. Have a good one. You too. Let me get to Art in Ohio. He wants to talk about the reason that God lets evil happen. What's with all these religious stuff? What's up, Art? How are you doing? Hey. Hey, what's up, Witch? What's up, Witch? How you doing? Hey, Ken. Audience and the four specialists, Jesse. God bless you. First, first, uh, shout out to those uh, police officers or the uh, law enforcement who uh, found those kids in that sex trafficking ring or whatnot. Uh, that, they did a good job. Oh, I'm I didn't pr- hear I'm about that. Of, man. When was this? Yeah, Where? I heard of, uh, in Ohio somewhere or whatnot. I think it was like somewhere between 52 or whatnot. I caught caught a uh, piece of that, and I wanted to tell them they did it. That's a great job or whatnot. And right, uh, right. If ain't nobody else talk, talking about it, don't know nothing about it, I definitely heard about it, and I want to tell them they did a good job. Cool. Second of all, uh, everything is already uh, written or whatnot. Uh, it's just when God washes his hands or lets the devil come in to take you and remove you, or would not, that's when the devil, that's when he lets stuff happen, or would not, everything is already written, it's just sometimes the devil is able to, uh, since the earth is his territory, or would not, where he's able to run free in the uh, uh, flesh and the spirit, or would not, because God cast him out of the heaven, or would not, he's able to try to interfere and throw everything that was written off, but that's when God sends his uh, his angel, archangel, uh, angel Michael down here to deflect and keep the bad from happening, but sometimes he don't, he'll let bad happen to you. Interesting. You want to know how I know that? How? Okay, well, I'm 34 right now. Back when I was 20, I was uh, in the street life. And one time I uh, was going to uh, take a trip to go handle some uh, business or whatnot and almost got uh, shot. But when the uh, dude almost shot me, one of the uh, bullets went through my seat or whatnot, and he was hanging on to the car, and I was driving off. One of the bullets went through the seat, and the second shot went off, and I never was able to figure out where the other bullet went through. Other 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 bullet went through, and I always said that that was him. He always sent that uh, 
he sent that angel Michael down to and deflected that bullet. And that's one of my uh, stories, but I got plenty of them, but that's just one of them. Then my, se- my, yeah. then my second thing is when it was meant for me to tell you, because I was debating if I want to even tell you that story, but it was meant for me to tell you that because somebody just listening needed to hear that. Long story short, with the stuff in Philadelphia, this is all happening because the government has been uh, negotiating with terrorists. I'm talking about these black females or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and the reason the reason why I say that, they sell their kids out for a ham sandwich or less. So you think if you're sitting here giving these people like Breonna Taylor and all these other people $12 million, you yeah. don't think that they're going to send their send they kids out there to get killed to try to get a check? I wouldn't put it past anybody. They don't... Slash, uh, sl- slash uh, welfare and all that other stuff. You're giving people incentives to go out here and do bad. And they taking you up on that offer slash government. Yeah. It's pretty disgusting, man. So, yeah, you, they are negotiating with terrorists. I mean, they're su- terrorist yeah. supporters. They yeah. they support evil. Yeah, and, and, and the sad part is, and it's like, you got me, they look at me like, oh, you ain't black, why you, why you, why you say that? It's because y'all had these people out here Got everybody looking crazy. If point five is, I'm gonna give you one a good example. Why do I keep seeing black people when the cops pull them over? They act like they don't have to give them their ID. Who doesn't know when you get pulled <laughs> over? This every everybody a two year old and it gets the ID in his diaper. He knows when he gets pulled. His <laughs> mom gets pulled over to produce his ID. How are you? Every everybody knows to produce their ID, but I keep seeing. Negroes on here talking about, oh, I got to produce my ID. Yeah. Well, I have to produce my ID. It's just crazy. I mean, it's like, it's, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, uh, but this is who y'all have running these households, and y'all keep negotiating. Then, and then and then you got the teachers, too. I seen that clip yesterday with uh, with Jesse when they had the teacher on there or whatnot. Yeah. And, uh, they, they're, they're indoctrinating them, man. You got the houses, these females, they're indoctrinating. Then you got the schools. Yep. It doesn't stop. It doesn't and you stop, man. Then, okay, and, and then check this out. Check this out. Look, listen at this. Hey, you gonna do? You ain't okay. You get that family uh, in Philadelphia money for that, which it don't matter. I I'm hope just not. Speaking, uh, if it if it do or what, what not, either it's it's already written. God already know what's gonna happen. Long story short, <laughs> we, we, the kids that they had on there that was up there speaking, which we already know that they uh had them kids around listening to the grown folks' conversation. That's ridiculous. They were clear. They were clearly coached. And you're if talking, you don't believe or know that they were... You're talking about Walter Wallace's son, purported son? The three, the, the three saying, kids that I've seen on air. Saying something like, uh, white racist cops killed my dad and black yeah, lives still matter. Yeah. That's ridiculous. He coached, and then you That's got the child kid, abuse. You don't even know... What, Exactly, and they're not calling it the sh- the stuff out, and it's, it irritates me so bad, or whatnot. That they, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You sit here and try to put you try to put uh you try to put George Floyd on the pedestal, and then you got to <laughs> do like Ice Cube, this this trying to this a uh, 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 good example of somebody who made a made something of himself and tried to change himself around. I don't support the Muslim, but still, if he's still trying to do good with his life, and I might not support everything Ice Cube say. Why are y'all trying to do? Why are y'all trying to make us support the bad people instead of looking at Ice Cube and say, "Well, this is a good stand-up example of what somewhat a man should be"? Because I, I heard that he he follows his wife a lot of times, so he's somewhat <laughs> I don't doubt a, it. he's somewhat 
Yeah, he's somewhat a good <laughs> example, but that, God bless y'all. That's all I wanted to say. I ain't gonna get hold hold y'all up too much of y'all time, man. God I appreciate it. Right. Thank you, man. Interesting. And meanwhile, in France, the terrorists tearing apart that place, decapitating a 70-year-old woman in a French basilica church. Notre Dame Basilica in Nice, France. Terrorists kept yelling, Allahu Akbar, even after his arrest. Insanity running those white worlds. And then the Sky News, fake news, it's a foreign outlet, right? Far left foreign outlet. It says, it's not immediately clear what, this, what the uh, motive was. I'm getting this stuff from Revolver Headlines. Three dead men, three dead, a man and a woman beheaded, several others stabbed in an attack, and then another, more people threatened with a gun, and then another guy stabbed with a sharp instrument or tool over in uh, Saudi Arabia. What a mess. Let me get to Rick in Hampton, Virginia. Rick, how are you doing? I'm doing fine, my brother. How you doing? I'm fine. What's up? Man, I like to say this, man. We know elections coming up. Yeah. If President Trump don't win by a tsunami, <laughs> we probably won't find out who who won until about November 12th. Because I think it's a state that they can count they can count votes to November 12th. Wow. Yeah. No, I don't you know doubt I mean? that. It's it's expect the unexpected. I guess you don't. You never know what's going to happen. Be ready. Well, that's one that's putting that President Trump wins by I remember, tsunami, man. I remember in the year 2000, yeah, I would, that would be nice. A, f- a total landslide to where there's no question, that would be nice. Right. We'll exactly. see what happens. You I remember in the year 2000, it was Bush, in the year 2000, it was Bush versus Gore. That thing lasted for weeks, it felt like. I mean, it, it lasted, um, at least I days. Almost in December. Really? A full month? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it definitely, right. it lasted a long time. It was ridiculous. I mean, that was a close election, though, man. And, yeah. um, and, they, and Florida decided it, man. And um, Think about it. Yep. The country's been this divided for that long. And, yeah. and those two were both, well, Bush was a total, turned out to be a rhino. I guess we had the chance to know that already because his daddy was... A rhino I too. Think, but, I think um you know what? Um I think George H. Bush's dad was a little tougher. That, that's just my opinion, James. I don't that's think you're opinion. wrong. I think that each generation is getting softer in general for you know, in terms of these politicians. And I think um now George W. Bush, I think it was probably I think what hurt he was a little too nice. Yeah. He was called I himself a compassionate conservative, as if normal conservatives yeah. don't have the right kind of uh-huh. compassion. What a phony. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that was his downfall. I, I think George W., I really believe you know what else? he's a nice guy. Go, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I heard about George W. Bush that he said that his wife saved him from, like, alcoholism or something. Simp. <laughs> yeah, you know um, that's what I heard. That's what he said. You know, um, what was that when he when when um yeah he was saying like um when he used to drink his wife um you know, you know um helped him to stop drinking. And then to said, this day, you know? I heard that he doesn't support Trump. You know what? I never heard him come out and say it. I didn't do that all day. Know, um, I had to. 
You know, nice. I, I never heard him come out and just say it, though. What about you? I haven't heard him come out and say it either, but I haven't been listening, you know, because I don't have any interest in him. I found a, a real person who's not so much of a phony politician in President Trump, so I don't have to listen to what any of the rest of these rhinos say. <laughs> so I don't listen to for whatever he says. There's one guy who's like more Hispanic among the Bushes who actually seems uh-huh. to like Trump. It's like one of the nephews, right? George P. Trump right. or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That guy seems to like Trump, and you know, there's maybe one in every family who's not a dumb liberal, right? <laughs> yeah, so no, I don't know. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it might be close. We'll see. Not to worry, though. That's gonna be interesting. We'll take right? it you as know, it comes. I, I believe Trump will win. Yeah. I hope it be like I said. We, I hope it be a landslide, but if it be close. It probably be around about November twelfth, something like that. But as long as he, I don't care. As long as he comes out on top, man. Yeah, I hope so. You know, so Appreciate you, Rick. I already voted. You vote, James? Yet? No, not yet. I'm waiting for the day yeah. of. I already pushed it. I, I, I voted for the whole Republican slate. And what's funny is I don't even know. Like, is the place going to be open? Can we still go in? How, how are they going to enforce it? <laughs> you know, California is you so know, insane. Well, I'm telling y'all, I forgot. I think if y- y'all, y'all, y'all probably y'all got like a um voting on something. It's like if the majority of the states win or something like that, and then y'all vote will automatically go to the majority. Yeah, <laughs> y'all, I y'all, don't know. I yeah, so I heard that too, man. So we'll man, see. So. I appreciate it, Rick. We'll talk. See you, man. All right, James. I I'll hit you up tomorrow, man. Love y'all. Y'all be blessed, brother. Thank you. You too. Let me quickly get to Robert in Kansas. Robert, what's up? Hey, hey, good morning. Shout out to Nick and Joel and the crew. Nice. Um, I wanted to talk about something you said. I think on Monday you were concerned about the chat or, or people arguing over what the truth is, about why it's important to, to search for that and, and um, find it. I don't and remember. I'm just... I'm, I'm disappointed, Hague, because I called in before and I gave you that lesson on why it's so important, <laughs> and you, you had forgotten it, I think. And so I wanted to remind you that the way that... I don't even remember, remember what you're talking about. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you. I'm not talking the about that, the last call. I remember that call. But I'm talking about with regard to something that I said in the chat. It sounds like you misconstrued it. I possibly hate, but if you give me like 30 seconds, I Go can for probably it. get off the phone. Okay. Um, so the way that Satan rules this world is via or through deception. It's by deception. That's, that's how he controls this place that we're in. That's why things are so messed up, because he has most of the world deceived. And so, like, for instance, if you want to apply love to something, like you want to be loving, but you don't know the truth, you, you don't know how to apply love, because love to you might mean that, uh, you know, you allow two men to get married, or you you uh, you allow pedophilia because you think because someone thinks it's love, right? <laughs> but, if, but if you know the truth, you know that that isn't love. So truth actually supersedes love, because you're not able to even be loving without it. Truth is superior, like in the order, the order of God. Truth is before love. Just like love is before courage. It, you can't have any courage unless you have a foundation of love. You can't build courage on fear, right? So 
this this process of finding the truth is really finding God and finding out what is, you know, and that is the most important thing we can do is to discover that and bring about the kingdom of God where Satan is trying to build the kingdom of Satan. So us as warriors for God, us men, because that's what God makes men for, to be the warriors, um, we have to find the truth and get it out to the people because we don't have those mechanisms anymore. The, our churches are captured, our media is captured, uh, it's captured by Satan. And so we have to, as men of God, find the truth and put it out to our people so that we can apply love and build the kingdom of God and do things the right way. And so that's why it's so important, and that's why we push, you know, is the earth flat or is it round? Well, if if you know the truth, you're better able to be in God's creation and function in the proper way. But you, know, you guys should some, stick with what you know, because you guys tend to jump to conclusions about stuff. Well, most people, what they know is the deception. They know the stuff they're taught in school and what they see on the media. So they know... But I'm not talking about right. most people. I'm talking about you. Yeah, I, 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 you can talk about me personally, Haig, but that's that. I'm, I'm not saying that I know all the truth. Right? I know, but I'm you, s- you cite stuff as truth without knowing. Well, what I'm, I guess my point is that you, what I do know is that we're being deceived. Okay, I do know they're purposely lying to us about the fundamental nature of the world we live in. I do know that. That yeah, that's one thing you could say I do know. Now, do I know that the earth is flat? That's not really a true statement because you're right. I, I don't necessarily know that the earth is flat. And, it's just And honestly, I, what does it even matter? It's like such a weird thing to get sucked into. If you don't think the truth matters, Hake, then you need to But this is not truth to, that you're talking about. This is speculation. You need to pray about it, man, because it's the most important thing there is. It, it's if you don't think it matters what what type of earth we live on, hey, you just haven't thought about it, man. It is the fundamental under. I know, but you're just speculating. You just admitted that I'm, you're speculating, so now you're getting all you, high and mighty on your high horse on speculation. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. This is not an ego thing. This is. It this totally is. is. Telling, you it said totally you've is. you've told me. Robert, that the white man is the image of God on earth. Okay. I, I did tell you that. You're right. I do believe <laughs> And you've that. told me that the earth is flat and all that this stuff when you have no idea what you're talking about. Well, you well, got to check yourself um, rather than being over-concerned with finding out all this information and then spreading it to others. You have to know for yourself what you know and what you don't know. Well, I know that we're being deceived at a level that most we, people can't even imagine. We know okay? that. And so I, okay. And so, um, you know, if you think that I'm, that I'm calling you and telling you things for, like, a personal reason of mine, uh, that's just not true, Hey, I, I want you, I want everyone to know what's going on. And if people find out the truth, they'll be better able to, to align with God's order and do the right thing. Just like when Jesse talks about the family— if you think that women are equal to men, you're going to destroy your society and your whole country. Right. Because it's not but true. It's not true. I you know. See? But you're like on a yeah. mission when you're on a mission to save the world when you got to check yourself. Well, Hank, you can say it's speculation. I understand that. I mean, you can use that term. And, and, and yeah, I mean, I, 
I, you know, it, it is in a way you speculate, you theorize. Like I gave you an anti-evolution because, theory. Because, listen, um, in the Bible it says don't get into meaningless genealogies and stuff. Those genealogy people could jump back and say, well, the truth is the most important thing. The truth about these genealogies. When, it, when it's not. So you could be getting sucked in, I think you are, into, you're getting sidetracked into things and it's driving you nuts, man. It's driving oh, I mean, me nuts, hey? Is that, is that what you think? Like, I'm yeah. crazy? Okay, well, you know, hey, you might be right about me. All those personal things that you say about me could be absolutely correct. You're acting like, it's, not- you're, acting like, you're, ta- like you're taking it personally. Like you're saying, I'm, yep. try- I'm meaning it personally. When I'm trying to well, give you some, something to think about. Well, all I'm saying, hey, because you could be right about me, and it We're doesn't the, the ideas that I give forth. Can you stop interrupting me every time I speak, Hake? I don't do that to you. Calm down, I man. I mean, it's just I don't do that to you. I'm just saying. And? Uh, but I got to run the show, man. You're right. It's your show, and I, I thank you for letting me call in, Hake. You don't have to. So I, I appreciate it, and I appreciate everything you guys do because you're uh, you're doing a really good job and spreading a great message. So I don't call in because because uh, I, I I don't like you guys. I love you guys, and so I'm not calling from a place. I'm not. Of I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that there's a whole lot of people who are off right now, and we need we need men to get back on track. It's like a crisis. Absolutely, and meanwhile, brother, and meanwhile, I, like we have like. You and I know the truth that the liberals are lying, right? And and all, all these different people are lying. And it's a mass delusion on the world. But meanwhile, we can't fix ourselves. That's why I'm co- pointing it back to you. Okay, yeah. So it's and, not and a personal thing when I, when I say these things that, that you say, describe as personal. It's not personal. Okay. My final point, Ake, and I'll just yeah. shut up. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, so like... <laughs> These things you say about me personally, let's say they are right, it doesn't negate my ideas. It doesn't negate the truth. It has no, no, I could be the scum of the earth, Hake, but if I tell you the truth, it's still the truth. Right. And so don't worry about like, yeah, I'm a flawed person. I mean, uh, sure, I absolutely am, Hake, you're right about me. But I think if you met me, you would realize, Hake, that I, it's not like I'm like, oh, I'm so smart and I know everything. I just want... I just want the um, I want the truth out there so that people realize that you know there is an order to God's plan. Yeah. And if you go against that, you're going to destroy yourself. Your whole nation will fall. It says in the Bible over and over. And that's that's my intent. Hake is to save the children from this. From <laughs> right. this, uh, they have to grow up in these families, man. They, they they break these families, and these kids grow up, and then that's now adults, and they're broken, and it destroys our society. So we have to get back to the truth. And that's why there's such an argument about it, because people have been deceived for so long. They believe Satan's lies, the children of the lie, and all of us that can see through that are fighting them, saying, no, 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 there, there is a proper way to do things. You know, the truth is not subjective. Right. It is an objective thing that is, that is created by God. God made all of this. So You, you do, you you do got- this—sorry, I have to interrupt, no, and ahead. I have to—I got to end— but do you do the silent prayer Jesse Jesse recommends? I think you told me you do something else. Well, I do I do a silent prayer of, of my own. I just kind of intuitively have always done that, Hank, since I was a child. I don't know why. I just have. And so Jesse's silent prayer is, is something that 
I mean, he's Jesse's right about so many things, man. Like last, I, you know, I, last, I, last question. I have to cut you off. Last question, right. um, because we're ending. Um, you saw action when you served. I I did see I did see action. Hey, yes, I saw actual combat. It's uh, it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, man, it's good to hear from you, Robert. I appreciate you. All right, hey, y'all have a good day, okay? You too. Take care. Bye. Um, D- Dan East gave a diamond, says hi, and he gave another diamond, says hey, <laughs> thank you, man. And another says, no man is good. True. Noah's Art Kansas millennial. Dan East gave a ninjagini and said, this is what one would call an ninjagini. And he says, to this day, <laughs> appreciate the support, man. Fundamental Bear gave a diamond. Shout out, Fatty Watt and Noah's Art Kansas. Fun chat. Yes. Noah's Art Kansas gave a diamond. Caller emotional today, referring to somebody, I think, a different caller. Not necessarily Robert, but maybe Robert. Patrice O'Neill Groyper says she's still crying. Who? <laughs> to this day? Appreciate the support, guys. Dan East, Silosopher. Noah's Art Kansas, all you guys. TheHakeReport.com for my stuff. Town Hall tonight. And we'll see you, we'll see you guys tomorrow. We'll talk to you tomorrow. TheHakeReport.com for my stuff, JesseLeePeterson.com for Jesse's stuff. Take care, guys. Yeah, yeah.